Okay, and we're live. Hey, everybody. My name is Angela Humphreys with Liberty on the Loose, and today I have a special guest named Lana Witt. And Lana's here to tell you a little bit about what she experienced that um, the general public might not be able to see behind the scenes when she made efforts to go to her local school board meeting, speak up for three minutes, and jump through a bunch of hoops and was rejected. Went through all this trouble and Lana, what happened the other day? It was just yesterday, right? September 21st, 2021. Thanks for joining us. Tell us what you saw that sure. not everybody could see. Well, thank you, Angela, with Liberty on the Loose. I like your new name. Thanks. So we have been working uh, pretty diligently since May, the end of April, early May, when they reopened the Board of Education meetings to the general public. Um, for live in-person comment and um, Carolina Teachers Alliance has been involved and then of course Open North Carolina and different organizations. So we've been signing up through the regular process through the Wake County Public School System um, website when you go to their Board of Education and they have a great area that describes how to get involved in the meetings. Mm -hmm. And what I had done was I had saved that link because of all these um, faithful supporters getting involved. I had saved that link and usually uh, it doesn't open, but this specific uh, Sunday when I went to open it, it, they usually don't open it until mid-afternoon on Sunday for people to register to apply for the lottery because there's limited seating these days uh, due to COVID. And what happened was actually late morning, the, the link that I had saved was already opening, but the one on the website, as you can see there, it wasn't showing. And so um, in the morning, I went ahead and sent out uh, to some of our faithful people via text message that the link had opened, but the, mm -hmm. to still continue to watch the website because for whatever reason, it wasn't showing as active yet on the website. We had had word that there were some local groups that are connected to NCAE who planned to uh, show up in mass. Uh, That's the North Carolina Association of Educators, AKA the Teachers Union. That's right, who represents about 17% of educators in North Carolina. There's not very many that are actually active members. And so you so might say happened, a small, small, very vocal group. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, and often connected with PTAs across the state, which are also mm -hmm. very vocal groups, right? So mm -hmm. all of that to say, got registered online. We, I did both, as I had suggested to all of our faithful people. Um, you know, I had signed up with the old link that I had saved because it was already open, and then I watched for it to open on the website uh, later that day. It opened about 5 p.m., Went ahead and registered there as well. Got my notification on Monday that said I uh, did not receive an opportunity for public comment, but that I could go ahead and attend in person and that I needed to respond, Oops. of course, and verify that I planned to be there. So I went ahead and did that. Uh, within a few hours, I received an email, a special email from, and I can, I think you have a copy of that. Um, from Tim Simmons. 
he is on staff with Wake County Public Schools. And he specifically had remembered my attendance in the past, which again, what was interesting was um, they singled me out with a special email <laughs> that said, because I had worn a virus shield that uh, is just attached with a metal piece on my nose and it covers this area so that people can see your expressions. And for those that are hearing impaired or our older, our aged population um, mm -hmm. that appreciates being able to see your mouth, right? Um, sure. So remember those days? Said, that's right. So they had said, <laughs> you know, you know, he said, I hope you're doing well in the email. And then he said, uh, due to increased concerns about masking policies for this uh, board meeting, we would really appreciate you uh, following the guidelines according to the town of Cary proclamation regarding masks. And we recall your uh, face shield, your plastic face shield, and there have been people that have uh, great concerns. What I found out from someone who attended the board meeting is that someone had posted a picture of me in a couple of Facebook groups actually wearing the face shield. And so um, I guess the school decided to go ahead and address their, the concerns of these groups uh, with me wearing, you know, the plastic covering over my, over my face. So uh, I went ahead and responded, you know, and said, you know, thank you for the information. And then I showed up um, at the school board meeting, making a decision about how I was going to handle it. And one of the options in the town of Cary uh, mask policy is a scarf. And so I, of course, walked up with the scarf over my face and the assistant that greets you at the door, at the door to, uh, Boo, I saw this assistant. <laughs> um, she specifically said, I'm sorry, that doesn't meet our policy. And I let her know that Tim Simmons had specifically sent a special email to uh, give me a heads up before I attended the meeting to let me know that the face shield wouldn't be acceptable and to please be sure that I followed the town of Cary proclamation. And then she proceeded to say, well, we follow the policy that's up on the website. And I said, well, if that's the case, then why did Tim Simmons reach out to me and specifically request only for me? Because out of everyone in our group who got registered for either public comment or a seat to just listen to the comments and the meeting, why was I the only one that received an email? And she said, well, I, you know, I don't know the details of that. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Um, but I know that our policy is consistent with what's on the website. And I said, well, I'd really like to better understand why now that I'm on site and I'm willing to comply according to the email that was sent, why I'm being discriminated against and singled out in front of everyone. Um, and she said, would you like for me to go, you know, speak to uh, Tim Simmons? She went inside. Um, Chad recorded at one point when I read the town of Cary proclamation out loud, uh, a good friend, Chad Stahl, he recorded that, that uh, intense interaction. Yes, and, and he uh, put it on Rumble, right? Yes, he did. <laughs> this he is did. where you'll be later today. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, um, so yeah, that's the gist of it. Tim Simmons never came out. They said if I wanted to attend in person, I was going to need to follow the current policy, which at that moment was I needed to wear a face covering that was acceptable to them, which didn't have one other than my scarf or the, the virus shield. And so um, she, of course, offered me her mask. I, I declined that because I, you know, having lived in China, basically what uh, communist countries, socialist countries as well, tend to do is they intentionally try to make policies that are conflicting and or confusing to the general public so that the power, that sense of power and dignity is slowly uh, stripped from you and you begin to rely and depend on uh, the authority that is present wherever you are. So I, I was uh, a little frustrated because I had promised to video someone that was making public comment inside and was trying to solve that while I waited on Mr. Simmons to, to make his decision. He, of course, never showed up. So I went ahead and sent an email to Mr. Simmons while I stood at the entrance and uh, asked what statutory authority he had to, you know, send me a specific policy to follow in writing, but then change that policy when I'm at the door. And specifically, you know, it, it seems... It appears to me that he's singling me out to discriminate solely against me uh, in front of our peers for whatever and Tim reason. Simmons, Tim Simmons, for those who don't know, is the um, chief of communications for Wake County Public Schools. So how did that make you feel? Um, because, I mean, I went through the, you know, I just interviewed another woman and I was just like, I, I think you were bullied. How, how did you feel when this happened to you? So in your case, it was a little bit different. So how did you feel? Yeah, so I was shaken at first. Um, Leah, I believe was her name. Uh, she, re she remained quite respectful. However, there wasn't any flexibility nor really an attempt to understand my frustration with the change of a policy. And this isn't the first time that I've been at the door and a policy has shifted. For example, when we first started going, um, there weren't necessarily, to our knowledge, seat restrictions. And so I had my kids with me. And of course, I was the only adult and I didn't really want to leave them outside, right? And so... Um, so just, again, it goes back to, it absolutely appears that, that there is a shaming, a very targeted shaming and or uh, attempt to strip some dignity from, from specific people. So I, I did, I did enjoy hanging out outside and meeting people as they came out. Uh, I was able to interact with uh, Dr. Holly Wiltshire as she stepped out, and I didn't know, you know, what they had done uh, inside until she stepped out, you know. And so I would just, I would say, I think everything has a reason, everything has a purpose, and even when we're frustrated and our plans get changed, um, you know, God can use it for good. So. I want to show you uh, the email he sent to me today. Okay. Um, Let's see if you could see it here. 
Oh, um, I also dealt with unfulfilled records requests, of course. So sorry, I had to zoom out to see the whole thing. Okay. Hey, Ms. Humphreys, face coverings the district makes available look like the standard surgical mask because um, yesterday him and I were going back and forth a little bit at the end of the meeting and he made some other confusing comments. Here, he sent me a picture of it today. See the picture there. <laughs> mm -hmm. In case I didn't, in case no one in the world knows what a surgical mask is, there it is. But anyway, and there's his title, there's his phone number there as well. Um, and he's, this is basically a follow up, was what I was trying to say here. Because um, yesterday he was saying, um, he made it like a mask had to be something with the rubber bands and stuff, stuff we've heard politicians say, but that's not things that necessarily mirror what this Wake County school staff is telling their public speakers, which is what you were trying to do. You were just trying to redress your grievances with the uh, political body that is the Wake County school board um, in a three minute period and whatever you were rejected. So let's see if we can see if I could toggle. I didn't realize the email wouldn't fit. So these face coverings, the district makes available look like the standard surgical mask that is commonly worn by many. I have attached a screenshot because that's what I asked. I thought he was talking about a special mask yesterday. The face covering attaches to the ears, fits snugly to the face covering the nose, mouth, and chin, which to viewers, if you're just now uh, listening, tuning in, Lana just got done saying uh, stuff about the town of Cary ordinance and or proclamation that said, other things were allowed, like uh, scarves, and um, which they had I don't referenced know. in the in the email. Was the clear thing included. addressed? Was the well, shield? So in the town carry proclamation, they don't talk necessarily about a virus shield or a clear shield. Again, my thoughts, of course, go to uh, special needs kids who and adults. Right. really benefit from viewing your face. Uh, but specifically, again, I would say even their demand for public speakers to be wearing a mask while they're speaking uh, is outside the parameters of what the town of Cary's proclamation states, because the, the exceptions are very clear. And one of them is, you know, if you're speaking in public, and of course, all of these you're public exempt. comments are, are, are not within six feet of anyone. You're at the, you know, you're at the, at the podium and you're, there's no one within six feet of you. So mm -hmm. except, was, except when a board member disregards the policy that they're enforcing outside the building on you. And then they go and infringe on the other policy while they're inside. You can't see it. So <laughs> you must not know it about was, it. <laughs> well, it was just very interesting to me that for all of these weeks and months that we've been attending faithfully trying to address and respectfully as respectfully as possible address sure. the in, the inconsistencies and our i would say that our biggest concern really is this is a great uh in my opinion exposure if this is happening to adults at a school board meeting imagine the inconsistencies you know i've been an educator and creating consistent policies across a spectrum of very creative-minded education professionals um, from day to day can be challenging when people are changing the rules, literally mm -hmm. 
by the hour. And again, I go back to the goal I would hope would be academic instruction, quality academic instruction. And if the focus continues to be on a mask and on numbers for positive tests and whether or not we're going to have testing sites at, you know, medical, medical procedures at an academic institution, um, it just seems like it's out of the purview of what those buildings and the people inside are to be about doing. So, but their power but again, is limit, limitless, Lana. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> I think again, it is. I would say it's as, it's as, um, it's as limitless as we allow it to be. So like sure. I said, I, I had shouldn't. to decide, am I going to stand here and um, question, question the policy that has been changed on me at the last minute? Or am I going to go ahead and just submit to the new policy that they're introducing to me? Um, and really, like I said, targeting me in front of my peers um, to really put me on the spot. So everything was fine. And I, you already know I'm surrounded by a great, a great group of people that are very yeah. freedom, freedom and liberty minded. So people, liberty. Lots, lots of support. Lots of support um, for the decision. So. I feel like he said in a prior email that um, he didn't, he wasn't a fan of things where the air could come out the side, which is asinine because when you look at the actual surgical mask, it's like the comparison has been made a million times. It's like throwing sand through a chain link fence or even gravel through a chain link fence. It wasn't an effective um, thing, even though we are a house divided here. So if someone overhears me, it's like, yeah, they do the work. <laughs> Right. Uh, but anyway, to each his own. So this last sentence, he says, the declaration offered by the town of Cary and the rules posted on the school district's website are clearly aligned with this advice. So, um, and I also, um, let's see, I have the town of Cary goodies as well. Hold on. So I made a um, clip of um, the, no, I'm sorry. I didn't do town of Cary, but I did. I went through the Wake County um, face covering guidelines that they say you really only need to look at one or the other, Town of Cary or Wake County Public School System, because he just got done saying they align with each other, right? And right. so what happens when you look at them? <laughs> Remember, I uh, didn't know what I spent my time doing today. It was this garbage. <laughs> That's because you're busy all over the board. I need to pack my house. <laughs> All right. For those that might not know, the Humphrey fam the Humphreys family is relocating. Yes. Peace We're out. I miss them in Wake County. Here, have, have some creepy music. But we're gonna reel them back in. They're still gonna have to be available to us. So optional face masks outdoors. Your student cannot wear a face covering due to a medical condition or disability. You may request an accommodation for submitting an accommodation request. And then I started highlighting things in the video because eventually I was going to share this back to Mr. Simmons and you and see if you thought it was helpful. So ju I just wanted like viewers to look at it and and start questioning themselves, especially the parents 
of Wake County Public School students. And it might be a little bit slow moving, but but this is on, like you can see it right here, it's on my Rumble account at ANG8. So Ange, like my the beginning of my name, and people can go there and watch it. Nobody's watched it, obviously, because I didn't even share it today. I was going to share it in this video. But did you see doing um, other things? Did you see this though right here? It has layering options. Oh shoot, I thought I paused it. And then it has the gator. Didn't someone try to wear a gator or oh, was your scarf equivalent to a gator? Is that what No, it was the scarf. It was an actual scarf. But it I mean it just what got was done. Interesting was See this layering was a segment? woman that arrived a little bit late and they denied her access as well unless she wore their provided face covering and hers met the requirements. It was supposed to be two layers, um, the loops over the ears. It doesn't um, need to be two layers. Did you well, see that section? According to Leah, <laughs> just so you know, according to Leah at the door, uh, it needed to be two layers and specifically two layers that were approved by Leah. Crazy. So, yeah. Here, okay. Face shields are not a replacement, but should be worn in addition to a covering. So yeah, they do, they do not like <clears throat> the shields any longer. They don't want to see your smile, Lana. Or teeth. Or nose. They want you dehumanized. And this is interesting, physical distancing, since board member Lindsay Mahaffey did not follow the policy. Um, okay, so I was still highlighting for like Tim Simmons. That's why I went back. But it's rules for the students. You see, Did you see that part? It wasn't rules for the staff in the physical distancing section. But anyway, I would encourage people to check it out later. And then at the very end, I think I just verified, hey, all this came from their website. And this is all I added. I added an email from Simmons. And let's see if you can see it. Face coverings the district makes available look like the standard surgical mask, um, which I already read that part to you. So the declaration is supposed to align with Carrie. Uh, and the school boards or the school systems. So I don't, they're not following their own stuff. <laughs> well, and that's, again, that goes back to what I had shared that, you know, when you live in a, a country that is known for its governing structure, leaning more toward communism and socialism, they tend to create policies that contradict themselves on purpose. And so it really was interesting just to dialogue with the staff outside as I waited mm -hmm. to see if uh, Mr. Simmons was going to step out to talk with me directly about the email that he, where he had requested that I comply with the town of Cary policy, right? And even the, even the people that were outside, they, they didn't really want to engage. Uh, the one that did engage with me, you know, of course, let me know that in the past there have been problems with me you know, and that it wasn't the first time because, for example, I had questioned the policy about the kids being able to enter and that having shifted. Um, so, and so I addressed, I said, so it's not 
that the policies or the policy makers are creating a problem. It's that I'm the problem. Is that right? And so it, there were some interesting conversations while we were while we were outside. So what are you going to do in two weeks? Are you going to wear the scarf again, or can you get past the gatekeepers? I don't. Or you don't want to lay all your cards. I tend well. I tend to just take it one meeting at a time. So we will be doing a preparation uh, <laughs> on Tuesday of next week. We are going to gather at Chewy's and really look at the narrative. Now that we know that there are two groups and organizations specifically funded by NCAE, and actually another group is funded by uh, an organization out of Washington D.C. We found out about, and so we do want to just make sure that we're gathering together and coordinating to be as effective as possible. So where's Chewy's? Thirty at, at Chewy's. Chew it's, and Chewy's uh, is North C H C H U Y Y S. Mm -hmm. Next Tuesday at six thirty, and uh, it's at North Hills Mall. Is that what you were saying? Well, it's it's North Hills area. So uh, okay, what is that North Market? Maybe Street. I want to say tucked back mm. around where that it's kind of like an amphitheater do you know where that okay. is tucked back in there by harris teeter across from the target no there. oh maybe um yeah. so before before i let you go well okay. we talked for a while sorry about that to keep you up past your bedtime do you have any um encouragement for parents like you who want to get involved and attend their first school board meeting for example um, well, it can be a little bit, it can be a little bit intimidating. Like there's always obstacles apparently like, cause you've been going for a while now, maybe over a year or something. Um, so you see all different kinds of things, but normally it is um, uh, not in a coronavirus political um, or a culture war. It's normally easy to access the school board meeting. But um, with fear, the fear factor injected into everything, they have made it a little bit more difficult. But parents who are willing to whatever comply to get in there to be heard, you know, they might still want to go. So what would you say to those folks? I've been really encouraged every week. We are having people show up for the first time who haven't ever been to a school board meeting specifically this time it was someone who has been to the general assembly before in this past year but she wanted to branch out and experience a school board meeting and so i would just say even my 80 year old neighbor uh two nice. weeks ago she registered and attended her first school board meeting she has a grandson who had gotten quarantined for having a headache and uh, she of course being the grandparent uh, the mom was, the mom is a surgical nurse and uh, she was at work. And so our neighbor got called in to take care of the grandson for, you know, pick him up from school and said, I really want to better understand what's going on. And she was just, she was blown away because that was the meeting that lasted like three and a half hours or almost four hours. I think it, 1030, I think was when we finally uh, got out of the building uh, so, and the vote took place right prior to our leaving. So she, she's been watching, you know, our driveway and she, she, she was like, you get in all hours. And I said, well, uh, <laughs> I can't control how long some of these meetings go. Right. And so 
she's she has been i would say it doesn't matter what age you are uh, moms dads grandparents aunts uncles brothers sisters i think that it's time for us to roll up our sleeves and get involved so if you have questions angela is a great uh, resource i don't mind doing my best as well to answer people's questions and figure out what they're interested in and get them involved i just think it's important that we all find a way to make an impact uh, specifically for freedom i think we really need to stay respectful Liberty. of course that's right <laughs> stay respectful but we need to really make the narrative about freedom and autonomy for you to be able to make the decisions that work best for you without infringing on the freedoms of other people so, I hear people coming in at the border have bodily autonomy. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, we won't get into that. Um, no, we won't. Can we tell people about your website? They can connect with you. Can I share sure. that? Uh, so open-nc.us. Did I get it right that's this time? Right. That's right. Sometimes I botch it. Sorry. So yeah, you can reach out to Lana there. open dash. So that's a hyphen nc.us so um subscribe you have a subscribe form uh, over there as well right and people are always reaching out to you specifically uh there will be a pop-up window that's asking about um, mask and or vaccine mandates if they don't want to tell the story they can just put of course their email right in there or they can scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page and there's a place for them to submit their email information and just well. um Thinking about your e email address for your website reminds me that um, you're not just committed to Wake County. You We're helping people all over the state if they want to attend school board meetings or if they want to um, know what they can do to try to get a face mask exemption. If they want to know, um, are there any charter schools near me? We're helping them with any anything, everything and anything. And it's not That's just right. me and you, other people that want to help. So just there's so can many keep, people behind the scenes every right. day. They can keep reaching out and um, lots of reciprocal help, I guess we could say. I, I wish there was a way to say, yeah, there are people that we worked with for a long time and we vetted. Like, I, I kind of want to say something like that, but I don't know how to. Hey, we're different from other groups. <laughs> we care about humans. I don't know. Well, what I love, I would say in the last six to eight months, especially, uh, there's really been a lot of people wanting to reach, reach out and connect, and they don't necessarily care who gets the credit. And I, I think that we need that now more than ever, right? That sure. Sure more about what we can offer than it is about what we can get get and so um what i love is for example union county you know they've been taking a stand against uh the the coercive letter that governor cooper and secretary cohen and uh, health director tilson sent as well as the county commissioners out there and so we've spent a lot of time just trying to support them in their efforts and encourage them because we need those those outlying areas of Mecklenburg and those outlying areas of here in Wake County, those people that are brave enough and courageous enough to stand. We really need those bridges because um, we don't have we don't have a lot of elected leadership that's willing to be courageous in Wake County and in Mecklenburg. So 
anything we can do to support those areas, I think it's crucial. So, yeah. Awesome. Harnett well, thank County you, Liz. is standing up too, and Randolph Ooh. County. Harnett, Harnett needs and, to Harnett needs to not delete their YouTube live stream uh, after their board meetings. I have communicated this to them. So just look at what happens when there's extra eyes on things, you know, like that's right. Um, you don't see all the garbage going on, but well, and it's a great <laughs> opportunity, even at our legislative building, uh, a lot of those aren't the committee meetings aren't necessarily viewable later in the day you have to be able to get in while they're live or else you miss those committee meetings and so last year early on in the pandemic i had requested uh to greer martin you know can we archive those so that people that are working can actually know what's going on in the committee meetings right so sure all these things just take eyes and ears and uh there's plenty to get involved and keep asking good questions Thanks yeah, because I mean, thanks for taking time to dive into everything. We appreciate you a lot. Who? You. What? Who are you talking to? You got someone over there? <laughs> um, I was gonna say, I was just gonna back up for a second. The the fact that they're streaming to the YouTube, I mean, they have to take an extra step to delete it. Like they could could just leave it there, whether it's the general right. NC General Assembly, aka people's lawmakers in North Carolina, like the fact that they're doing that is so odd because you, you did, did you point out it's like nine between the hours of nine to five when people are working. I think you mentioned that, or maybe you mentioned it previously. So, I mean, how well, are people really supposed to catch that? Again, I got to those people that would like to be involved and would like to be well informed, whether it's about a bill, a single bill, or just better understand the process of how the legislative uh, how legislative policies work, what's the process for getting things passed. You know, it's hard to, to learn if those tools aren't available. And um, so, yeah, I would say even, even that is an action item. We can email, email people and request that those get archived because again, I do think that they're great learning tools. Sure. I've learned a lot just by listening and watching when I'm available. So, mm -hmm. Well, thank you for everything that you're doing, Lana. We need more like you. And I appreciate you coming Ditto. on to do. Boomerang. I appreciate you coming on to do an interview and getting out of your comfort zone, but hopefully people will benefit from hearing your story. And I'm sorry what happened to you at the Wake County school board building. Um, I, I am very much against the public being restricted from open public meetings. So I feel like it's going to continue for much longer. So I look forward to seeing what you do in two weeks and in the future. Thank you for joining. Me too. <laughs> All right. Good night. It's like midnight, right? <laughs> Bye. Good night.